This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. The 24th of October, 2020, 7.59 p.m., became a life-changing moment for Shidufazo Musida. She was uh, officially crowned Miss SA 2020 at uh, the prestigious pageant held for the first time in uh, the mother city of uh, uh, Cape Town. And in, in her Miss uh, SA uh, 2020 acceptance speech, Shudupazo Musida said these words. It took an entire village to get me here. And I would like to thank all of you for being my village. I stand here today as your Miss S.A. with immense pride and joy to be representing such a beautiful nation. And for most of us, uh, these words uh, are profound words and inspiring words from our newly crowned Miss South Africa will forever be imprinted in our hearts. And it's been four days since she was crowned. uh, And for her, it is a dream come true to represent South Africa. Born on the same day as uh, Nelson Mandela, the, six, the 18th of July in 1996, in Hamasi Yalimpopo, Shirufazo lives by uh, Utata Nelson Mandela's ideals. Her goal is to be of service to the world and transform the lives of people. Drawing inspiration from uh, her mother, her grandmother, aunt, and uh, Dr. Pumsilom Lambonguka, she managed to obtain a Bachelor of Social Sciences in Philosophy, Politics and Economics from uh, the University of Pretoria. She is currently studying towards uh, an honours degree in International Relations at Vets University, which she believes will help her bring about a positive change to the world. Now, let's go to the night when she was crowned. Take a listen to this. And night to remember, she joins us on the line. Good morning, Miss uh, South Africa, Shidufa Zomusida. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, thank you so much. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. And you? I'm fine, thank you. Now, now there's a quote by Nelson Mandela that I live by, and it mm. reads as follows You know, if you talk to a person in a language they understand, that, that goes to their head, but if you talk to them in their own language, that goes to their heart. Now, now I would like mm. you to. I would like to take this moment to make you feel at home. Do you allow me to do that? Yeah, no, with, with pleasure. All right. Ndawiyanduna kakamera manakanaka you know now it's been four days since you were crowned miss south africa 2020 has it sinked mm. in uh, that you are miss sa or perhaps you still wake up every morning trying to pinch yourself for a should you know this is real wake up wake up from this dream no, literally, as you described it, I wake up every single morning pinching myself just to remind myself that it's real. And then um, I, I go to interviews and they play that clip where Numzam was saying my name and it's just like, oh, this is definitely real. So every single day is almost like a, a new excitement to, to uh, a realization that I'm the new Miss South Africa. And on Saturday morning, you woke up with uh, messages wishing you uh, all the luck prior to the main pageant. 
And on Sunday, mm. you woke up with uh, congratulatory messages from people saying, hey, congratulations, Shudu. And this is a reminder mm. that, you know, life is fragile. You know, today you're nothing, tomorrow you're something. What, what has that taught you about life? It taught me to enjoy it. Um, one thing that I was getting in my, in my good luck messages on the Saturday morning was everyone just reminding me to enjoy the process. They were reminding me that I've worked really, really hard and now it's just time for me to enjoy it. And the greatest gift I could give to them is to, for me to enjoy it. So when I took that advice and decided to start enjoying the process and just actually enjoy the night, everything fell into place as it should have, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think one thing about life is to enjoy each and every single moment because if you still worry about tomorrow, what I'm going to do tomorrow, in as much as it's difficult not to, you won't enjoy the moment, you won't enjoy the process and it's going to pass you by and then you're going to wonder what happened to it. What's the one thing you did the morning after being crowned Miss South Africa? The one thing that I did was go straight to interviews. <laughs> it was just interviews back to back, and it's been like that ever since Saturday. So I haven't really had time. So today was like the, the first day where I sat outside, and I just decided to just look and, and look outside and just breathe in and out to just enjoy this, the, the moment. But it's been really, really busy since Saturday. And a few days before the official pageant, while everybody was panicking, you mentioned that you mm. were calm, you were not skeptical, neither anxious. What was the defining moment during the pageant that made you feel that uh, you were aligned with your purpose, with absolutely no doubt? What was that moment where you felt, this is me, this is it, this is my purpose, and uh, I'll make sure that I succeed? Uh, there, was, there was a day where I... I slept, I slept, no, I walked, I walked into my room. Um, and when I walked into my room, I was really, and I was reading some of the messages I'd been receiving. So a lot of people were like, we know you're going to win, we know you're going to win. And then I got a message from my uncle and he said, um, this is yours, you just have to believe it. If you don't believe it, then it's not going to be yours. So I walked into my room and I was like, actually, I need to stop insulting, I need to stop insulting God and my ancestors and just start enjoying and believing in myself. And then I decided to, I, did, I slept that day and then I woke up randomly at half past three and I didn't have any sleep left. Yep. Uh, I remember something told me to just be calm. Something told me to just breathe, you know. Ever since that moment, I still remember what time I woke up, um, what day it was. Um, I, I remember just feeling calm, like all the, all the anxiousness was gone and I just believed that things would work out as they should. And Chidupazo, it, it takes a village to raise a child. It took an entire mm. Masia village to be where you are today. You know, they mm. are happy for you. They even held a, a ceremony back at home to celebrate your achievements. Uh, what do you carry in you that represent Hamasia everywhere you go? Hamasia is a place uh, that is represented by the sense of community and kindness. So when I say that it took an entire village to get me here, I, I not only speak of them, I speak of the entire country because they represent a sense of community where the next person is, you care as much for the next person as you would for your own because that is love, um, that is that is kindness, that is, that is um, um, what do you call this, uh, a collective, a collective um, responsibility to, 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 to raise the next child, you know. So Amasia for me represents kindness more than anything else because growing up, I could go to anyone's house and I could sit there and they would treat me as if I come from that family. So there was never a sense of you don't come from here. No, mm-hmm. Everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcomed with love and everyone is welcomed with, welcomed with kindness and respect. And you have been an inspiration to 
young people, um, they always look up to you. Not only young people, even people at your age and people who are older than you. What, what would you like to say to people uh, who, to, for them to know more about how Amasia has uh, made you who you are and to a little girl who's listening to you right now who's going through a lot perhaps they don't believe or uh, it's possible to achieve their dreams what would you like to say to them i'd like to tell them that their dreams are valid i always speak about a story where when i was eight i would watch shows like Miss south africa on my grandfather's uh, floor and when i was watching it uh, i would think to myself or I really want to be there, I, I, I really want to get there one day. Mind you, my surroundings seemed as if they would limit my dreams and limit, limit how much I dream. But I always believe that my dreams are valid, and I, re, I, I truly believe that's the reason I'm sitting here today. So I know that it's difficult sometimes when you look around and you feel like your life isn't going anywhere or your surroundings are really limiting you to get to a platform like this one. But I truly believe that anything is possible if you believe in your dreams. Never stop believing in your dreams. And you were bullied back in grade five. Um, your, your school, um, uh, there's a schoolmate um, who, who told you that, uh, you know, you looked like a boy because you cut your hair at that time. And mm. now look at you. You are Miss South Africa. You <laughs> are the whole Miss SA. We celebrate you every day. Did the background of being bullied in primary and high school affect your self-image and your perception, perhaps the way you viewed yourself? Did it affect you? Because bullying can have a negative impact towards a lot of people. Mm. No, it did. It definitely did for years, actually. I just had to get, I just had to, get to a point where I debunked all of the notions that I believed about myself. Because one thing about bullying that people need to understand is that you can be bullied, for example, for five years. But then on the sixth and seventh year, you take over from the bully themselves. So you start bullying yourself and you take over from the people that were bullying you. So you get to a point where you bring yourself down, you bash yourself on behalf of other people, and that needs to change. So as soon as I realized, I read a book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And he talked about that, how you get to a point where you auto, um, auto-domesticate and you start acting like how people were treating you. So as soon as I debunked that and as soon as I learned that, I realized that I... I'm the only person that has an opinion about me that actually matters. You know, um, if I, I need to look at myself in the mirror and validate myself and not expect it from anyone else, I should practice self-love and self-kindness. And once that happened, I think healing started from all the bullying that I had endured. And you also highlighted the role of important women in your life who played a significant role. You spoke about your mother, your aunt and your grandmother i mean what role have they played in shaping the woman that you are today my grandmother taught me the importance of treating everyone the same and with kindness and respect she told me that you need to treat every single person the same irrespective of who they are what status they have in life because you never know who the person might be in 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 in, in one day you know like you must just always treat everyone the same and don't treat anyone, anyone based on statuses or what you can expect from them. Mm. Um, I think her, her treating me that taught me how to treat other people. And I think it actually equipped me to be a Miss South Africa because Miss um, South Africa is a beacon of hope, uh, duty and championship, as I mentioned earlier. So um, she taught me kindness and respect. And I feel like that is very foundational in who I am today. Uh, my mother, my mother is my rock. Uh, she's the most supportive person I can actually um, think of in my life. Uh, every single time when I say I have a dream to do this and this, she's behind me. When I went home uh, to Limpopo to, to, to do social relief programs, she was there with me packing all the clothes, all the food parcels with me, 
So she was with me throughout this entire journey. Uh, she took walks with me every single morning just to clear my head. Like she was, she's been pivotal, pivotal part of my journey. And then with my aunt, my aunt raised me until I was nine. So she was a mother to me, and she taught me the importance of 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 of, of respect and hard work. Because her work ethic is impeccable. So I had to learn that from a very young age, that you work hard for the things that you want in life. Mm. You work hard and anything is possible, you know? Mm. And speaking of inspiration, in an interview with Afternoon Express, uh, you mentioned that you were inspired by Miss Universe uh, Zozi uh, Tunzi uh, to enter Miss South Africa. What is it about Miss Universe that resonated with you? No, like I... Um, with what happened when she said, see your face reflected in mine, I saw my face reflected in hers. I truly believe that she opened the door for so many young women. And I'm one of the women that walked through that door in order to get to where I am today. Um, I think it was it was um, a foundational, it was an important movement for all girls to see their face represented. Because I feel like representation is very, very important to be seen and to be heard. Because growing up, I never saw a girl like me or Zuzi on TV winning a pageant like this or just a girl in general um, uh, being in, 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 in that position. Now, the next little girl is going to look to me and look to Zosie as well and see that she's, it's possible. She doesn't have to have hair. She doesn't have to, to fit into a certain mold. She doesn't have to look a certain way. She just has to be herself. And I think that, that, that mold was broken and by, by Zosie. And speaking of Miss Universe, during the pageant on Saturday, she asked you uh, this question that still stood out for me. And uh, she said that, well, if you had to mobilize a movement, what would it be about and what would you like to call it? And she said that, well, it will be called the mindful movement that will deal with uh, mental health challenges. And, and as an advocate for mental health awareness and uh, the economic empowerment of women and children, how do you think we can start making sure that stigmas surrounding mental health are brought down in our respective spaces because you know normally if you go back to rural areas and townships when you uh, try to talk to other people and seek help from other people or, hey i'm suffering from mental mental health this is what's happening some will label you as crazy some will label you or the or in Norway you are how can we start at least uh, normalizing such conversations in helping people to get out of the dark cloud of mental health I think it's already started. Like, you look at the fact that you and I are having a conversation about it on a radio station right now where a lot of people are listening. So I think the fact that we're even having a conversation about it is important because it is Mental Health Awareness Month, but I believe every single day should be a Mental, a mental Health Awareness Day. Um, um, before, conversations like this would never be engaged with on mainstream media. And now we're having a conversation about it. So I think that is a good start. It starts with the conversations within our society. Because like you're saying, more often than not, mental health, is a conversation that is engaged with not to rehabilitate our society, but rather to shame. Like you're saying, if a person wants to speak about mental health, they label it as crazy and, and, and a bunch of other things. Uh, when in, in actual fact, you should be saying that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to seek help. It's okay. And then you equip them with the necessary information and the relevant information in order to get help. But in our societies instead, it's never the case. So it starts with the conversation, normalizing the conversation for anyone to speak about it and say, actually, you know what, it's okay not to be okay. Do you know how many messages I've received from people telling me, uh, thank you for actually starting the conversation, thank you, um, that we can actually speak about this because I suffer from one, two, three. And it starts in, in, in those regards where people don't feel like they're alone. Because I think one of the biggest things about mental health is that a lot of people feel like they're alone, but they're not. A lot of people are suffering from mental health. 
One in three people in this country are expected to suffer from mental health in their lifetime. One in three. That is a lot of people. That's a lot. So yeah. you're not alone. You're not alone at all. And as I mentioned earlier on that uh, it's been four days since you were crowned uh, Miss uh, SA 2020. What is the role of Miss SA in 2020? And what are you hoping to achieve uh, from uh, this uh, challenging and exciting platform? I think the role of Miss SA is quite an important one because it actually symbolizes the repositioning of women as key role players in our society. Uh, what it's, it's not, not just about beauty, it's about women empowerment where you look to this platform to see um, or to, 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 to see um, uh, a beacon of, of empowerment in this country that the beacon of, that shows that it's women, uh, sorry, women are not just beautiful but they're they equally equipped with brains and the necessary skills to change the world. Uh, that women deserve a seat at the table when important conversations are being had. And um, South Africa right now has repositioned itself in a completely different way where they show the power of a woman. And it's not just because of how she looks, but it's, it's because of what she has to offer, you know, mm-hmm. especially now during COVID-19. We need that in this country. Shudupazo Musida, thank you so much for joining us right here on VoFM 88.1. All the best with all your future endeavors. I, myself, to be honest with you, I am inspired by your work ethic and continue changing people's lives, continue sharing your wisdom. And uh, there's, there are thousands, not even thousands, uh, millions of people who are looking up to you right now. And you could do it very much even as well and then I told my guy, now we are doing a kakamera comba ya musida, evao shango nila, lamana kanaka hange hamasia runa korawe, ungaro tambanga maafi, neni koribu abadi wanashu. And then Dodi Wua, thank you so much for having me in Dodi Wua. That was uh, Shidupazo Musida, Miss SA 2020. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. 88.1. Or streams by www.vafm.co.za.